Hello, hello. Jeremy here. Welcome to the Special Needs Special Families podcast, where we raise awareness of the special needs community through interviews with families about life with children who have special needs. Today we have on the Special Needs Special Families podcast, James Todd. Hello. He is the son of the people we had on last week, Martin and Jackie Todd, and he would like to share his story today. So James, please uh, give us a, the brief introduction. Okay, my name is James Todd. I'm 20, no, 30 years old. I'm the middle son of Jackie Martin Todd, and I just moved out to my own apartment six months ago. That's right. And that was something we talked a little bit about last week and how big of a move that was for both you guys and for your parents. James has a younger brother that's also the same condition as he does. Now, for those who didn't listen to last week's, could you uh, at least give people a brief description of the condition you suffer from? Yeah. So it's called hereditary cerebellar ataxia, which basically means both my mom and dad have the, have the same defective gene, but... but one of theirs is portion, then a portion, then I have the whole, I have the whole portion. So I have the two combined portions of them. And so does my brother. That's right. So it's a hereditary genetic condition. And what does this condition mean for you? How does it affect your life? Well, the main reason is I can't walk. The balance is off because the part of the brain called the cerebellum is half there and half, half imaginary <laughs> yeah so yes a part of the brain is smaller and it affects your balance coordination and that makes life more difficult mm-hmm. so james could you describe some of the difficulties that this has resulted in obviously you can't walk so mobility is obviously an issue yes how do you deal with that well when i was younger my parent would just my parents would just carry me all over or put me in the stroll the two-seated stroller my brother and i had and now that i'm older I have my own apartment. It's, I just basically use my wheelchair for everything. Very good. Can you push the wheelchair easily on your own or is yep. there times you need help too? How has this affected your freedom and maybe frustrated you over time? It's affected my freedom by me not being able to go places or getting to certain establishments that aren't wheelchair accessible or having to modify the route. Like take uh, Dairy Queen at... Derrickson here, the ramp is all the way on the other side of the building. Right, so then you have to go around. How did this affect your social life, say in high school and such, and grade school? High school, I was I was the popular one, probably because of the wheelchair. And in public school, it was probably the same thing. Did you enjoy going to school, even though you were in a wheelchair? Yeah. Were you well accepted? Yep. Would you please tell us about the award you won in high school? I won the drama award in high school, and I also got the highest highest mark in drama class. Very good. What made you enjoy drama so much? I've always had a good imagination. I like the way drama allows you to be someone you're, you're not. Have you been able to do anything with those skills since leaving high school? I went to Fanshawe for theater arts. And after that, I've been in two mur- mur- murder mysteries. And recently, I've been in uh, Zoom plays over over Zoom. Very interesting. So two things there. One is the murder mysteries. How did that work? What kind of setup is that? Is that like a dinner theater murder mystery where you're one of the actors in the troupe? Yeah. 
Well, that's very cool. Was that a volunteer position or was that something that you actually got paid for? That was volunteer. Very cool. And the Zoom place, this intrigues me. It's something I haven't heard of before. How does that work? Well, since the pandemic, Zoom has really caught on. And and since most most air companies couldn't do in-person plays, they, they had to... They had to modify it, so Zoom Zoom became the virtual place to do theater. Very interesting. Did you have to dress up for it? Yep. Cool. Being in a wheelchair, obviously you've mentioned that some places aren't wheelchair accessible, and that's something that's an always an ongoing thing, especially older buildings that it's harder to design such facilities. Mm-hmm. But also, how has this affected going out in public the main thing we deal with is, is the stairs when we go to the mall. Now, can you get down the stairs or up the stairs? I... No, like stairs, like gawking. Ah, stairs. How does that make you feel? Um, it was more so when I was younger. It made me feel kind of good and kind of bad. What about today? Well, I haven't really been going to the mall because of requirements. Of COVID. That's too bad. I'm sure you miss being able to go out. For sure. So now that you've moved out, how has your life changed? Well, one major difference is I don't have to rely on mom and dad anymore. I do for some things. And for the worst, uh, I have to learn to be an adult. That's something I think we all need to learn at some point. Mm -hmm. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. What kind of things do you mean when you say being an adult? Using the laundry, I couldn't do that uh, for the first week, for the first couple of weeks when I moved in. Now now I can do it. That's good. And what about cooking for yourself and so many other things? Uh, Mom just does primarily the cooking and brings it over. Uh, I can make my own tea. I I have toasters, so I can make toast or bagels. Do you want to be able to cook more on your own? Yes. Have you thought of any ways that you might be able to accomplish that? To modify the recipes, like get pre-cut vegetable, get already cubed meat, get already cooked pasta. So you just have to eat it up. Mm-hmm. Is there things that you haven't figured out how to do yet that you want to do in regards to being more independent? Um, take the bus. And what's stopping you right now from doing that? Mm, myself. Well, I wish you good luck in that challenge. Thank you. Uh, if and when you take the bus, where would you like to go? Well, when the mall does does open up a bit, the mall. What do you like to do at the mall? Uh, go to the movies, go to some food court, window shop. Well, very good. Now, I expect that there are some people out there, myself included, that wonder what kind of hobbies you have and what kind of things you do in your spare time. Because you're limited in your mobility, that obviously affects your ability to do several things. Well, I, uh, the main one is I primarily go watch uh, YouTube on my computer. On Sunday, uh, occasionally I'll sing on the worship team. Very cool. What passions do you have? YouTube is very broad. They have videos for everything. What kind of videos and things do you like to watch? Uh, music. Music-related videos. Have you ever dealt with depression in regards to your disability? Nope. I'm pretty good lucky that's been from day one. 
That's been from day one. Hope has been happy, but hope has been a hugger. <laughs> what about work? Have you ever had any desire to be able to do some sort of job? I have, but um, the ODSP is only a thousand dollars a month, and if you go over a certain amount, you lose it. Uh, so, for people who don't know, what does that stand for, and what is it? Ontario Disability Pension. Not sure what the S stands for. Yeah, fair enough. So they give you some money to live. Yeah, that is good. But you say if you make over a thousand a month, it's all goes away. Mm, I think it's over two hundred. Would you want that changed to allow you to maybe work? Yeah. For those of you out there, I do not know the requirements based on this pension that the Ontario government's providing for him, but this is something to potentially look into, allow those people who want to do some work, even in a limited capacity, maybe there's some ways to give a little more incentive to do so. Well, it's obvious, James, that you make light of many of your difficulties, and that is something I can definitely appreciate. And it's definitely an example to many of us out there. You definitely show that people can live a happy life in spite of their difficulties. Now, what are some highlights in your life? What are some things that you would say, despite your disability, what things do you think have benefited you in, in this regard? Mm, I connect, we connect, in a, we connect instantly with other families with special needs children because there's that bond. I can attest to that. That is definitely true. You have the advantage of having a common bond with others out there. It may not be the same disability, but it is something. And we all have faced some similar difficulties in our uh, life. Mm -hmm. Now, James, do you have any funny stories? Mm, one day when me and my mom were walking in the mall, a little girl was over the other end of the hallway. She said, what happened to his legs? My mom and I just both laughed. Did you tell her? No, we didn't tell her. She sounded sweet, though. Mm -hmm. Have you made many friends in the special needs community that are close? Mm -hmm. For sure. Are there any special needs social groups that you're able to be a part of? Mm, there's one I can think of in London. I'm not sure about there's others. There's a lot on Facebook, but that's, that's not in person. Is there anything holding you back from going to the one you know of in London? Mm, not sure if they're if they're doing if they're downing because of COVID. I'm not sure when they're going to reopen up or if they have reopened up. Do you think you'll be able to take the bus there? Depends on where it is. What things do you feel could be done or should be done by our society to improve the quality of life for people like you who are stuck in wheelchairs? Closer ramps, curb cuts, ramps on every establishment. Yeah, those are the main things. I'm curious, do you play any computer games at all? I just uh, started playing Super Mario, Super Mario World on the computer. Very cool. Is it hard? Mm, a little bit. Are you able to coordinate well enough to play? Yep. Are there some people in your life that you feel have been a great part of your success in dealing with the mental challenges regarding your disability? Hmm. Not that I can remember either because I was too young or I blocked out that, that memory. So James, what is one piece of advice or encouragement you have for others facing the unknowns of dealing with someone with special needs? Don't underestimate the child in question. Very direct, very succinct, like much of this interview. I thank you, James, for asking to be on this and sharing at least a brief version of your story. 
Now, before you go away, James has told me that he's going to be in another Zoom play, which will be available from April 22nd till April 30th online. And James, would you like to tell us how much it'll be for those who would like to hear you perform? So they're on. So they're only five bucks for a forty-eight hour viewing period on demand. I'll make sure that the link is available in the description below for those who do want to go and check that out. Well, thank you, James, for joining us today. Yeah, of course, thank you for having me. I wish you all the best and good luck with your play. Thank you. Hopefully, you can see it. Hopefully, we can. If you've made it this far, I want to thank you for listening, and I hope you were blessed by what was shared today. I look forward to bringing you another guest next Monday to share their wisdom and experience. If you are in a family with a special needs member, please reach out to me. I'm on the lookout for more interviewees and would love to be given the opportunity to chat with you. You can contact me via the email in the description below. Goodbye for now.